0: Hey there, Zoomers, and welcome to Social Zoom Factor. This is your host, Pam Moore. All right, I am delivering this podcast to you on September 1st, which is Labor Day here in the USA. And of course, I recorded this podcast prior, and I am enjoying some time off and hoping that you are doing the same thing, particularly if you are in the USA. And if you're anything like me, I know that you are probably out there having a lot of fun. After this month, we will officially be in quarter four. And I know a lot of you, your head starts to go to business, even though you have the day off. You're thinking about where am I going? What am I doing? What's going on this week? How am I going to follow my vision, my mission? How am I going to make my dreams in both business and life come true? How am I going to Zoom my business so I can also Zoom my life? And how am I going to Zoom my life so I can Zoom my business?" These are the kind of things I know that you're thinking. So today we're gonna shift gears a little bit and we're gonna talk about passion and profits and monetization and what it really means to follow your passions in business because I think there is a lot of fallacy out there and there is a lot of people preaching, follow your passion, follow your passion. There's a lot of people out there who are following their passions, but they are far from monetizing it because they really don't know what to do. So since it is a holiday here in the U.S. We are going to make this podcast a bit shorter than what we usually do, so I will deliver it to you in a nutshell so you can get on with your day and life to get started, I want to share a little bit about my story. I know many of you know my story who have been following this podcast or know me personally or professionally, but I want to share with you that I am a person who has followed my passions. I have followed my dreams. I have had plans for my life since I can remember. And I can remember writing in my senior personal journal and my official book they gave me. It was kind of like a yearbook back in high school but you would write your dreams and your goals and the types of things you wanted to do in that book. And I still have it. And to this day, you know, I look at it and a lot of the things that I've accomplished were things that I wanted to do. Back that many years. I'm not going to completely identify and date myself right now, but you can get the hint. One of the things I wanted to do was to own a marketing agency. I wanted to be an entrepreneur. There were certain cars I wanted to own. I wanted to have freedom in my business and life. And I knew that I had to follow a specific path to get there. I knew from when I was 17 that I wasn't going to automatically go and own my own agency that was going to be successful. I went and spent 15 plus years working in corporate America. I finished my degrees in college and I had a plan. I worked from when I was 15 and a half toward that vision mission and those goals. And I designed my own path to get there. And nobody delivered anything to me on a silver platter. I lost my dad when I was 16. He committed suicide. I was raised by a single mom and life went on. And I knew if I was going to make my dreams come true, that I had to build that path. I knew that God's plan Plans for my life were far bigger than I could ever dream. So I disbelieved in dreaming really big. So let's fast forward to today. Now I've left a few years ago, I left my corporate career of 15 years. I now own my own agency. We have multiple platforms online that are succeeding and that we are fully monetizing. Those didn't get built overnight those got built and designed and monetized with a lot of late nights, a lot of planning, a lot of dedication. Many times we've had to pivot, but we have never given up. And today, am I living the dream? (laughs) I often think that I am. We can run a successful agency. We work with clients we absolutely love. I get to do every single day what I am passionate about. There is not a day that I don't wake up that I am not excited to do what I do. Okay, that's when you know you have truly started to follow your passions. And there's nothing better than when you're able to also start to monetize those. But my message for you today is really going to be focused around it doesn't happen overnight. It's not something that's just going to magically come to you. I am now starting to get asked to speak around the globe and I deliver workshops and training and seminars and keynote speeches. This year alone, I delivered speeches and training in Poland. Absolutely beautiful. Barcelona, Spain working with our client, the British Council. I'm headed to Athens, Greece in a couple months to work with an amazing group of C-level executives in the marketing industry. And I was recently just asked to go visit India towards the end of the year for an amazing event. Yes, these things are fun. Yes, these things are a dream. And so you can absolutely follow your passions and eventually monetize them. But it's so important to understand that it's not going to happen overnight. And there is no magical cookie cutter solution that's going to help you get there. So let's break this down a little bit. Let's get this in a nutshell for you. And we're going to talk about what are passions. And I'm going to help you identify what your passions are and identify some passions that could be monetizable. And we're also going to define some different vocabulary you need to understand so you can ever reach monetization. And then we're going to talk about some ways that you really need to start to treat your passions like a business if you truly want to monetize them. So that's what we're going to talk about in a nutshell. And I know a lot of people talk and preach that you should follow your passions and it will make you rich. Okay, we work with entrepreneurs up to Fortune 100 brands, as you know, who all struggle with defining their vision, their mission, and their path to get there. If people didn't have this problem, I wouldn't be in business. Our agency wouldn't be in business. And my passions being monetized would never have come to fruition. Okay. So one of the greatest things you can do is to define a passion that helps somebody else. All right. So if you knew our entire business plan, it's so much greater than just an agency. Okay. I hope that one day, 80% plus of my time is spent doing social good activity. And this phase, this chapter we're in right now, we, this is just a means to get there. And so if you don't know me, you probably don't know that. Those that know me, they know we have a much Bigger vision and mission than what you may see through the social webs, through my Twitter feed, through my blog. All right. So that's why it's always good to get to know people before you ever judge their intentions because you probably don't know what their real passions are, what their real vision is, who they want to be when they grow up. Okay. It is completely normal for us to want to work on something. That matters. We want our life and our work to matter. We want it to be something we're passionate about, but it's human nature for us to want somebody to care about that work. Can you relate? And we search for that dream life where everything magically comes together, where our work can be meaningful, and that we can bring values to others and make us rich. How many of you have been there, done that, thought that? Okay, I know a lot of you. Unfortunately, the truth is that this chance of that actually happening in such an easy way, everything is just going to magically quote unquote come together for you without any effort. The chance of that is, well, zero. So monetizing your passion is far different than following your passion. And I think that's the biggest facade that's out there is just follow your passion and you'll get rich. Okay. You're going to have to put the rubber to the road. You're going to have to figure out a way to monetize that. The chance of you just getting lucky and becoming rich because you're following your passions is few and far between, okay? So that's the key message I want you to take away today. You're going to need to plan. You're going to need to set goals, and we're going to talk about that. You can't simply follow your passions and believe that money is going to follow you. Just as with anything in life that is favorable, that is pleasurable, that has any type of positive return, there is always upfront planning, dedication, and sacrifice from you early on so that you can reap those huge benefits later. So number one, how do you identify your passions? What I suggest is that you make a list, okay? I want you to make a list of your skills, your interests, and your hobbies. So just make a long list. Don't put a lot of thought into this, okay? Just list out the things that you can do. What are the skills that you have? What are your interests? What are the things you are interested in? And then the third thing is what are your hobbies, okay? So what are the things that you like to do? For me, one of my hobbies is working out. Another hobby is obviously technology. I'm a geek. So it's fun for me to sit on a Sunday afternoon when the rest of the family is doing whatever and I'm sitting there on my iPhone, you know, or my iPad or laptop looking up some type of new tech and how I'm going to use it. Right. I like that. That's a hobby for me. I love going to the gym and sweating and doing those types of things. I love hanging with my kids. I love a million other things. Okay, so I know that list. Second. I want you to, with that list now, I want you to pretend that you have two months that you can do whatever you want and you have zero dependency on time or money or other people, okay? So you have two months. Imagine that. What would you do? So given your skills, your interests, and your hobbies, what would you do? Is it something that did not show up on that first list? If it is, you might want to think about that because that first list might have just identified the things that you thought you were interested in, the hobbies that you have within your current structure of business and life. But for the second list, I want you to think about the things that you could do if money was no object, if time was no object, if resources were no object. Dream big, okay? Now we're going to talk about vision, mission, and path. And vision is something that is to be pursued, something you can oftentimes see and feel. So when I told you about where I want to take my life and my business and the reason that we started this thing in the first place, I started this because I really will end up having a platform that is serving social good. And I can't tell you everything on this podcast, but you will soon see the fruits of that labor over the next couple of years. But I have a vision. There is a purpose of why I'm doing what I'm doing. And according to the businessdictionary.com, vision is described as an aspirational description of what an organization Would like to achieve or accomplish in the midterm or long term future. So it is intended to serve as a clear guide for choosing current and future courses of action. It also defines a mission as a written declaration of an organization's core purpose and focus that normally remains unchanged over time. Properly crafted mission statements, one, serve as filters to separate what is important from what is not. Two, clearly state which markets will be served and how. And three, communicate a sense of intended direction to the entire organization. All right. So a mission is different from a vision in that the former is the cause and the latter is the effect. So a mission is something to be accomplished where a vision is something to be pursued for that accomplishment. And I know that is a little bit tricky. So you might need to listen to that part more than once. So now let's talk about the path. Okay, what is the path? This is pretty simple. The path is the plan of how are you going to get there? And just think about the path on a road, the path on a hike. It's the way, it's the route. It's the it's the details of how you're going to get there. If you're going to climb a mountain, you need to have a path planned out of how you're going to get to the top of that mountain, right? If I want to I live in Orlando, and if I wanted to travel from here to California to go to some adventure land in California, I would need a path of how I was going to get there. I need to know what roads I'm going to take. I would need to know where I'm going to stop and sleep. When am I going to fuel up? How am I going to get my directions? How am I going to keep my kids happy? You know, what are we going to stop to do to entertain everybody, to stretch our legs and and all of those crazy things? So you're going to need a path of how you are going to get there. Next thing you need, so this is number three, is you need to figure out why. Why are you doing what you do? What is your purpose? Okay. And this is really personal. What matters to you? So think about some whys. Why does your passion that you want to follow matter to you? And I cannot answer that for you. All right. You are going to need to answer that for yourself. That why is one of the most important questions that you can possibly answer when it comes to following your passions and eventually monetizing that, because that why is going to need to be really big for you to not give up. Your why is going to help you with endurance. It's going to help you when you have those tough days and those long nights. It's holding on to that purpose, holding on to that vision of knowing where you are going and why. Next thing, number four, is know that not all passions are monetizable easily. And this leads us into number five, which you must make a plan. Okay, you need to set goals and you need to set a plan to get there so that you can monetize that passion because it is not going to happen overnight. There are no cookie cutter solutions to monetizing your passion. All right, you need to find out what your passions are. Figure that out, define them, document them, and figure out a way to get there. So think about it. Let's say you're a baker and you love baking cookies, okay? You can't just keep baking cookies for the rest of your life and staying in your home making the best cookies and passing them out to all of your neighbors who all say how wonderful they are. I mean, you could take those cookies and give them to your church congregation. Go give them to the school, give them to everybody in your county, okay? And unless you have a plan to monetize them, yeah, that's one heck of a passion, you may be the best cookie maker in America or in whatever country you're in. But unless you have a plan to monetize those, you're never going to make any money from doing that. Think about people who do training at the gym, okay, or they're a personal trainer and they have a passion around fitness. How are they going to monetize that knowledge? right? It's not going to happen by just going every day and getting as fit as you possibly can at the gym. At some point, you're going to have to figure out how you're going to help people do the same thing. Same thing goes with bloggers. And this is a huge one and a great example. And uh, a year ago, I spoke at the Florida BlogCon conference and it was all bloggers, okay? Best Hour leads that and she's awesome. And I was a closing keynote speaker and that was my message to them it was number one, you are the media, Okay, and I have a deck that's actually out on SlideShare you can check out and I'll include links to the blog post I, I did for that event at the bottom of the show notes for this particular podcast socialzoomfactor at socialzoomfactor.com and I, my message to them that day, was you are the media and that you need to quit calling yourself a blogger, okay? You are not just a blogger. If you're a cookie maker, you're not just a cookie maker. You're not just a trainer. You need to start treating your business like a business, which leads us to number six because money isn't going to come magically to you. And if you are a blogger, whatever you're blogging about, if you're blogging about your passions, if you're blogging about whatever your interests may be and you're hoping that one day this content is going to make you money, it's only going to make you money money if you have a plan for that blog to make you money. You're going to need to figure out who is willing to sponsor your blog, who would like to uh, pay pay you for that knowledge who will pay you for the reach that you have you need to have a plan what does that business model look like are you going to be doing consulting will you be doing training will you be offering other services are you just going to be selling your product if you're a cookie maker do you have a distribution plan of how you're going to distribute that and maximize that production of those cookies in mass production same thing goes for no matter what your service is you need to have goals and objectives and a plan for how you're going to get there to monetization that Right there, my friends, is the biggest fallacy there is when it comes to following your passions. And that is where everybody that I see misses the monetization piece, is they have no plan for monetization. And they cry, you know, blogging doesn't work for me or whatever doesn't work for me. I can't make any money. Well, what's your plan to make money? I know you love doing what you're doing, but unless you have a specific plan to help you get there, it's never going to happen this is that dose of tough love you know you get on every episode with me. Number seven, and this is the last one, is basically let your passion energize you to do what needs to be done and go back to the why, the why you're doing what you're doing, and just make sure that you are tapping into that passion and that you are leveraging the reasons you started your your mission, your vision, your business in the first place. You must take time to let your passion energize you. You need to take time off when the going gets tough. You need to focus on the passion, the reasons why. Don't just focus on the bits and the bites and the blog posts and the gadgets and the tweets and the pens and the check ins and the flour and the cookies and the pans, you know, whatever you're doing. You need to make sure. You are keeping that footing in life. And when you have more questions than answers as far as what's going on and where you're headed, dig back in deep into your own heart of what got you there to begin with and quit asking yourself, how are you going to get it all done? And instead, start asking yourself, why? You need to take time to breathe, take time to experience life, and take time to listen and let the answers come to you. Let yourself be filled up with life so that you can pour it out to others and help them fill it up too. So if you were just feeling jam packed, like your brain cannot fit another thing, you need to slow down to speed up and let life and business come to you. You need to set a plan instead of always chasing it in this crazy hamster wheel where you're doing the same thing over and over and you're getting no return because I'm seeing so many of you doing that and you are so very frustrated. And so you need to be able to turn off these things and focus on the experiences and your vision and your mission and your path and build your plan of how you are going to monetize your passions, not just Follow your passions. There is a huge difference. So, that brings us to the end of today's podcast. I hope that I have given you some food for thought in thinking about how you are going to both follow your passions, how you are going to help make your dreams come true, but most importantly, how you are going to monetize them if that is your goal. And just a big wake up call to you that it is not going to happen automatically. I hope that you have an amazing day, that you're taking some time off if you're celebrating Labor Day today. And I hope That You have a great week kicking off here to come. Best of luck to you. That's a wrap. If you're ready to Zoom your business and Zoom your life, then don't let the end of this episode be the end of your journey. Visit socialzoomfactor.com slash Zoom for incredible free resources and guides. And be sure to join the Social Zoom Factor mailing list so you never miss an episode. We'll see you next time on Social Zoom Factor.